Tom Bernard Show with JB, Melissa Kirk, Andy Brad Bernard, Cassie Schrader, Catherine will be here, Langston Kerwin will be here, and we'll have a good time next Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Do, 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 do. Sweet dreams are made of this. I love that song. Annie Lennox has oh. a fantastic oh. voice. She does, but she's a very weird person. Mm-hmm. She? Remember she yeah. came out on stage once dressed as a man? Well, that was her shtick, and that, that was, was kind of that cool. androgyny sort of phase in most 80s. performers' lives. But she came out on stage and said, Hi, I hate you, Minnesota. Or so, Didn't she? Yeah. She said, I hate you, Minnesota. Yeah, that's but a fine just, howdy do. But yeah. she does that all the time. <laughs> I know, but it just was like she's just kind of weird. Yeah, she's sort here of comes anti trouble. whatever you got kind here of person. Here comes trouble. I can tell. Here's Shay's trouble. here. Sit here, Langston. You just get here from Hawaii. I did. He's, a, he's the man. We had a good conversation. Is there a chair? That Shay we can, can sit get in? another chair. We'll get another chair so you have somewhere to sit. We can do stand up the whole time. <laughs> I'll get your chair. Well, we'll take care of it. Yeah. You wanted a mic rather than a headset, didn't you? Uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever you need. Well, listen, you don't try to be so cooperative. <laughs> so what I really like about my job, Langston, Langston Kerwin's here. He's at House Comedy Kermin. tonight. Did I say Kerwin? Yeah. Kermin, yeah, I'm sorry, Langston Kerwin. There you go. Um, See, I'm not I cooperative. Know you, I, know I push you're, back. Well, you should push back. I don't know why the hell I said that because I know your name. I talked to you for about a half an hour this morning. Yeah. So, you know, I you think I'd know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> and I want want to point out to the three of you, you're still outnumbered in this room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> still America, right? It's still, oh, oh, that is cold right there. That of course, he would say something like that. Yeah. yeah. Langston Kerman here. Now yeah. we're talking. And here comes my wife, Catherine. She's coming to sit down. Hey. So were you named after Langston Hughes? I was. You were yeah. named after Langston Hughes? Yeah, originally that was that was the thing. My mom is... Uh, Catherine, could you make a little more noise with the headset there? <laughs> My mom is a, a big poetry reader, and it was between that and uh, she was also thinking about Theo because she liked the Cosby show. And boy, did I get lucky with uh, Langston. Langston. Hey, yeah. hey, yeah. hey, hey. Theo was my mother's name. 
Oh. Mm. No, it, was, it was Theophila, actually, the oh, love okay. of God. Okay. I want you to grow up with a mother named the love of God. Sure. Jason. It's really easy on you. <laughs> and plus the fact her voice sounded like this. It's only because she used to say, for the love of God, for would you kids shut God. up? She would go like this. You'd come in and you did something wrong, and she would go, what'd you do today? I said, well, I got this. And she'd go, well. <laughs> mean well. Well, well. She was letting you live in the reaction. She was. Yeah. She absolutely was. There's no doubt Did about it. Did your mom it. do slams? No, no, no? no. She she wasn't that kind of poet. Oh, poetry okay. slams. Yeah. I did poetry slams as a kid, but did my you? mother did not. No. That's cute. Why aren't yeah. do you write poetry still? Occasionally, uh not nearly as often as I should. I feel a, a great deal of uh shame uh, for the amount of times that I should be like sitting and working on it, but comedy is the uh, the priority at this point, so that takes up everything. Yeah, I think it's hilarious by the way. Shade you see the picture of him on the House Comedy website? Now, look, that's my yeah. wife right there, so don't sure. take this wrong. Yo. But man, you're a lot more handsome than you are in your picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't he? I see. That's exactly what I'm saying. All right. Well, I've had enough of this. <laughs> yeah, she called me handsome. I'm sick to death of it. Say more things like that. Yes. I, you know. We were just talking about something before the show started. Something that came up on the on the morning show just before you got there. Actually. Sure, the uh, Paul Franzak uh, interview we did, a uh, book called Foundling, where he was abandoned at one year old, then he was uh, adopted at two years old, and then they abandoned him in a third family. So his name was Alex Rosenthal, and then his name was Scott McKinsey. And then Paul Franzek. He had three names Jeez. in three years. Wait, they gave him new first names every yeah. time they yeah. That's weird. But That's weird. weird. Why would you do weird. that? Yeah. He grew up thinking that the third family were his real parents. Ah. Except for one day he goes up in the attic and he's just digging through the old luggage and the old stuff. And he finds newspaper clippings of him. Uh, and he goes, oh, this is really cool. Then they found out he was kidnapped. From which I mean, family? Wait, I'm like so confused. I'm telling you. <laughs> his name is, he had to go back two families to figure out who he really was, and he's got a twin sister. So his kidnappers dumped him? Uh, yeah, apparently that's true. The kidnappers dumped him. Why would you bother him. kidnapping a kid and then dumping him? him. Well, Maybe he, he was a rotten he kid. He might have been a lame kid. We don't want this stupid kid. Disaster <laughs> self-image, but he brought something up very interesting and i want to get you know everybody's take on this he said that he's been told by many people because he's digging and digging and digging uh because his name uh his first name they called him jack right and he had a twin sister named jill Mm. so jack and jill and he can't find his twin sister he's been looking everywhere so they think his first family murdered her (gasps) wow it's like oh my god the story gets better (laughs) it's amazing it's an amazing story it's heartwarming at the end right no no it's not at all but he talked about something and i was thinking about this and we were talking about matter of fact i wouldn't mind going around the table what is your first memory ever in your life my first memory ever in my life yeah uh, I think it's of my, the apartment that my parents had, uh, and my dog, I was, so we had a dog that I grew up with Yeah. that w- we were the exact same age, more or less. And I remember being scared of her when she initially came home. And so I would like high, I, I'd elevate on the couch cause she was tiny. And so she couldn't get couldn't up get there yeah. and, uh, being scared of the dog is probably the first memory I have. It's phenomenal because you fit right into the groove. Catherine, yeah. what's your first memory ever? I, I don't remember. You don't remember your first memory? No. I don't know which one would be my first memory. I, I, I you got to go with what pops in your head. Well, yeah. there's like all kinds of them. I don't know which one would be the first. Well, nobody's fact-checking. You can make them up. <laughs> <laughs> That's Snow. Is that what you guys are doing on the computers? You're yeah, checking no these? Fact-checking. <laughs> all right, so we'll get back Was to petting Catherine. the bunny Catherine Brandt's first memory on Snopes? <laughs> all right, we'll get back to Catherine then. But she, she can't come up with one. I, I, JB, I got like four. You or... said bringing a baby boy home when you were what, about four? Yeah, my baby my youngest brother. Uh, so younger you were no, brother. you were no longer the more most important male in the house. Now you got a younger brother. 
I, I don't think I looked at it that way. You lie. Because <laughs> like no I already had a pain in the butt younger sister. So, What do you look at me for when you say pain in the butt? <laughs> I mean, as your, well, you're as the your one older asked brother. Me the question. As your well, older you brother, seven, it's not you fair. Know. Yeah. Well, and, I, had, and I already had six older siblings. So it's like, oh, tell, wow. Yeah. Mason, could you tell that JB and I are brothers? Yeah, I knew it. I knew you could. I knew you could. His mother actually was one of the sweetest people on earth. Unfortunately, JB lost her just a short time ago, but I, st I still love the fact she said, other than priest, I'm the only white man she's ever liked. <laughs> that was quite an honor, don't you think? That's a big, a honor. Honor. A big yeah. honor right there. All right, Shay, your first memory. I'm with you, Catherine. I have okay, so many. I got go. one similar to his. My aunt brought yep. a cat home in the middle of the night. I was in the bed asleep. I had an 8 o'clock bedtime. It was still daylight out. And my aunt brought this cat home, and I'm in the bed, and she put it on my chest, and it purred, and I grabbed it. You could feel the little box in its neck, and it, it just freaked me out. So now I hate cats. So it did, it, but it was, a, it was a negative thing that happened. The first memory is a negative. To me, it made me yeah. feel, yeah, it was horrible. It was like, now I'm terrified of cats for the rest of my life. No, you're not terrified I hate them, I'm telling you. I'm Especially when they purr. Right. Well, I'm oh, scared so of you, nice. so it all balances out. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm harmless. I know you're harmless. But... For the most part. And you said that there was a dog bit you, Jeez. Melissa. Yep, when I was three. Oh, you're not, you're not okay. When you were three years old, okay, a dog bit but, you. Andy, what's your but first you like memory? Dogs, ever? So you I got over it. No idea. <laughs> like mom, I don't know. You know, two two out of three members. That's our son there. Sure. <laughs> So two out of three members of my family. Oh, you're not well, leaving any see, impression at all. I, I am not. The other thing about it is, it's like you see all these photos of your childhood, and you're like, and everybody's telling you what happened around the photo, and that's like, I, I remember that. It's like, do you really? We are recording. Okay, Cassie, back to you. Way to blow up the system when I ask you a question. <laughs> I know it's my fault. No shame, uh, shame, shame. Uh, my earliest memory. Uh, I was about three. And I remember we were at Southtown. I was with my mom, and we were shopping. And I want to say, I can't remember what clothing store we were in, but I was being a pain, and I was hiding inside the clothes racks, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, I and, when kids do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently my mom did, too. And um, well, so <laughs> um, she kept yelling at me to knock it off, and I just didn't listen. So she just paid for her stuff and walked out the store but she turned <laughs> around the corner and waited nice and i remember what well played. i remember separating mm -hmm. the clothes coming out and i could not find my mom and i was uh, in a pure panic like she was when she, she couldn't find you, you. Yep. yeah she yes. fixed you yep. so she did she did and uh yeah <laughs> so yeah i just remember that that panic of not finding my mom. So, and then all of a sudden she popped out around the corner and she said, I remember her saying something like, see, next time you'll stay next to me, won't you? And mm -hmm. something like that. But yeah. So it's interesting that people have like negative memories. Well, that's exactly the point because when we were talking about it this morning, you know, Doug Sprinthal brought it up and all the rest of it. We were talking about it, but everyone in this room's first memory uh, is realizing the world was not a safe place. Whether it was cats, dogs. I read dogs, that somewhere. That is actually a fact. That it is. People yep. remember the bad more than the good. Yeah, and that the world is no longer safe. Mm -hmm. You realize this is not a safe place. Well, this has been fun, everyone. <laughs> really, uh, yeah, a downer, but, but man. Think, it's not a downer at all. It just means you came to like realizing. And people, I think, forget. And they think, oh, the world is safe. No, it's not at all. Mm. I just, uh, it's an amazing thing, though, isn't it? Well, we're safe right now. You're safe right now because I'm here. <laughs> okay, mighty oh, protector. Said, she's getting the dirtiest look I've ever gotten. Mighty from. protector. The mighty protector. I do get. Thanks, and Shay, you you probably don't know this either, but I get I get. It's really weird if somebody, especially humiliates me or someone I know and love. Mm -hmm. I go crazy. And what you think is humiliation I to me is that. like, eh. Oh, I'm <laughs> Whatever. telling you. Whatever. Oh, anything sets them off. If somebody humiliated you, I would snap. I, it's weird. Oh, man. I need you at every comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
just handling hecklers. <laughs> you know, fighting off all the women, too. <laughs> but you got a girlfriend, so you can't be doing that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay. She's a nice lady. She is. Now, what's her first name? Nikki. Nikki. Yeah. Okay, so Nikki and you been together how long? Uh, it'll be three years and uh, two months, so. And you and Andrew are the same age, by the way. 31. Nice. Hell oh, yeah. 31. He goes, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it all works out in the end. But, yeah, it's that was a great conversation we had. Yeah, it was nice. This morning. It was wonderful. I just, it's always nice, you know, to track things down and, and figure. Because what I really liked about it was when we talked to you about some people have an opinion now that comedians aren't as funny as they used to be. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it, it's a much <laughs> harder place to be funny, too. Exactly. Because you used to be able to say things that you can't say anymore at all. Yeah, maybe. But now you can have conversations that never even were on the plate before. That's true. Yeah, like, that there, true. you know, there's stuff that, like, uh, comedians didn't even know existed as a concept that now are being introduced in in art i just think it's all like changing and so we kind of have to make peace with that yeah i, I agree yeah. with that shay did you hear what i asked him to do tonight at the show i did you i think, did you think I, he's gonna do it i hope not because <laughs> one of my favorite comedians well probably my favorite comedian of all time is, is richard, richard Pryor. Pryor. so i asked langston to go on stage and look at a woman tonight and go bitch what's wrong with you <laughs> it's not gonna work not gonna happen man it's not gonna work i understand that do you, do you, in general, do a lot of writing? Like, in, you're at the hotel tonight. Will you be writing material? Yeah, I, I try to treat it like a job. I had yeah. real jobs before this, so, like... Ball boy. Yeah, of course. Well, they don't pay you for that. But, no, uh, that's true. I no, forgot about that. I, uh, yeah, no, I try to treat this like work. So every day I sit down and I write like I have work to do. And then I oh, sometimes good. am productive, and some days it's complete garbage. But one way or the other, I try to do work. You know what I mean? Do you know what I thought you were going to say when I said that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch that boy shit. <laughs> <laughs> because even anything you say now, you get really un- I get uncomfortable with with certain you know certain things because you don't realize somebody's going to be offended by that everything is offensive uh, like everything's offensive it's, well it's he did ridiculous. ask a chinese woman yesterday if she was good at golf jesus she said she was good at golf <laughs> <laughs> here's actually what happened point to me chinese people is that a stereotype <laughs> about chinese people no yes it's wow. totally you people are really good at making food that's all i said <laughs> no i didn't i was about to say that's we'll be right back Jeez. a couple of minutes to humble our show I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, Attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Ooh, tell me something good. Shaka Khan. I could hear a jamming from the Minnesota Zoo last Friday. One of the greatest things ever witnessed used to be the Carlton Celebrity Room. 
was a, I don't know how many seats, was a couple thousand, Catherine, you think? Probably. It was a, a pretty good size room. And Shaka Khan was, was doing a show there, and they had a little runway to go out in the audience. Shaka Khan comes out, she starts singing, right in the middle of the song, while she's singing, because she's wearing, you know, the... the Microphone. Yeah. She bends over, grabs guy's drink, slams it down, and just keeps on singing. She was thirsty. That was yes. That's it. Yeah, she was thirsty, and that's just how it's done, and no question. Um, you were talking about climbing a great wall. Yeah. Which you do have to climb. People don't realize it's not a flat wall. It's not a flat. Well, there are sections there are of sections it that are flat, right. but where we were was 100% like a steep elevation into a mountain. And it was terrifying, and nobody prepared me for that at all. So and I'm very scared of heights. Could you like slip and fall? I've never been in a Great Wall. Yeah, so I would have never known. Could it you was slip an and inclined. fall? Yeah, it, it it's was... super inclined, and yes, you could slip and fall. And there are technically banisters, but it's old. Right. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And like those banisters were put in probably 20, 30 years ago as like oh, yeah. in case kind of thing. But you could 100% fall and like. <laughs> If you fell over the side of the steps, you could like fall down a mountain. Are you saying oh. China is not ADA compliant? No, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, they don't care about American regulations. <laughs> no, at all. they don't. It's weird. <laughs> One of the great stories I have a friend named Dave Moore. He used to be a local news anchor here years ago on Channel Four locally. He's a legend, legendary newsman. I mean, he mm-hmm. was offered jobs on all three. I didn't do it. The hell was oh, that? Okay. That is Skype. Skype. Oh, Skype. I don't know why the ringer suddenly is on. Let's but... not have the ringer on. Uh, in any case, so. In any case, we have a caller now. I was right in the middle of a story. I don't care. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> see the respect. Okay, we're going to finish the story. This will take a second, then we, we'll be done. <laughs> but Dave Moore, yeah, he was a legendary news anchor, great guy. And he said, you know, he's so popular in town that he couldn't go anywhere. Because everybody would recognize him and then engage him in conversations, which were nice, but that would have been his every day, all day. Sure. That would have been what he was doing, right? So he went over and he climbed the Great Wall like you did. And then there was uh, uh, some kind of mountain he could go up and see this, like, mystic. There was this seer mm-hmm. at the top of the mountain, mm-hmm. right? And it was like a thousand steps to get up to, to this person. Uh-huh. Right. My past. So he, <laughs> he said there are people right. all the way up and all. But he said, God, this is going to be an amazing take experience. Take a picture when you get there. <laughs> no picture. You can't take pictures. What? No, none of that. Of oh, the Great Wall? No, no, no. This mystic This mystic guy. mystic guy. I was going to say. <laughs> so anyway, he, as you're going up, you're thinking how great this is going to be. And there's a line going up and there's a line coming down and the whole deal. So all the way up, he's thinking, this is going to be unbelievable. This is so great to be a part of this. And, you know, maybe it'll be a learning moment. And he gets up there, and he's about to go in. He's like three steps from the top. And the guy coming out, just as he was about to go in, we have a big state fair here. The Minnesota State Fair is huge. Mm -hmm. Now, this is, like I said, in the middle of China. And a guy comes out with a WCCO Channel 4 bag and goes, well, hey, Dave, how are you? <laughs> he couldn't even get away from it at the top of a mountain. Crazy. It was phenomenal. His special story is just ruined by this dude. <laughs> exactly. But he knows from work. It's no great experience. <laughs> so who's our caller? Who is our caller? This was Apparently really they don't smooth. feel like talking. Maybe they hung up okay, and they didn't they answer. They're still here. Well, they're not talking. Not talking. Moving forward. It's probably a wrong number. Bye, caller. Hello, Jimmy Johns. No. (laughs) You know, I've never had a Jimmy Johns sandwich. You're not missing much. No. I'm not a a fan. Some people like them. What is your... Would you turn that ringer off, please? I thought I did. Well, apparently it's all malfunctioning. Yeah, Shay, don't give me that look on your face. I see she's got that look on her face. Like, oh, going to be a fight. I'm trying to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, that's what we all do. No, you had that look on your face like, ooh, there's going to be some violence in here. <laughs> you did. I could tell by looking at you. It was wonderful. Anyway, so, Andy, if they, if they call again, just let me know. Oh, okay. we'll hear I it. I think I know what the problem is. Let's see here. Okay, thanks. Just a little side note, Louis Anderson. Got yeah. another Emmy, a not, Emmy nomination. There's Emmy the nomination. word. Yeah. There we go. For so. baskets. Yep. He's, yeah. He's done very well. He's been, he won the first year and he's been nominated the last two years. So mm-hmm. hopefully awesome. that'll work out for him. He's a, uh, he's a lifelong friend. He's known him since he was about two years old. Oh, wow. Louis has been an, uh, fam, uh, Louis Anderson has been a friend of the family for forever and ever and ever. 
But the worst part is, so <laughs> I met him. Part is. No, here, this is terrible. I met him because he came in and did the, the KQ Morning Show like you did, like 25, 30 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Like Probably 30 years ago now. So I get to know him. We become friends, all the rest of it. As soon as he meets Catherine, he doesn't even talk to me anymore. He just talks to her. <laughs> it's like, that's great. That's understandable. Oh! I mean, I didn't even... <laughs> did not. Yes. <laughs> you know? She's just saying her personality's better than your personality. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's exactly right. right. Thank you. No problem. I should move that over because it doesn't need to be in your way anyway. So that's cool. Um, yeah, so we were talking about all kinds of stuff this morning, how you lived... By the time, so when did you move to LA first? I I've only been in LA for a year. What are you doing? Sorry, <laughs> that's my family. I'm telling you, this is like this is my family. Sure, it's just very professional. <laughs> it's been doing the show. I think for you six guys years. are doing great. They're wonderful. It is great working with your family. It's really, really great. My daughter's usually on, but she just had a baby, or oh. our daughter, I should say. Oh, congratulations. congratulations! Thank you. Yeah. How how long ago? Uh, be a month today. Oh, it's like a month, um, one month yesterday today. kind of deal. Right. Uh, Shay's gonna love this story because oh, she God. likes it when everybody, anybody does something to me that's bad. No. So, <laughs> his name is Sage. Sage Robert Rasmussen. And so my daughter has a two-year-old and a newborn, and she and her, and her husband was in Germany on business. So Catherine and I would go over and babysit the babies. So I get over there, and Shay likes to lay on my chest because I kick out a lot of heat, and so does he. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he gets up to, like, 500 degrees or something, <laughs> right? So I'm wearing his T-shirt, and there's a breast pocket right here. Oh, boy. So I said, she said, I, I, have, to, I have to check on Fawn, which is her two-year-old daughter. And she hands me Sage, and I put him where he always likes to lay, right across my chest. So his head is turned this way. He his head on my chest. Up, didn't he? he vomited right it. in the pocket. <laughs> I mean, all of it went in the pocket, though. It was really weird. I don't know how that's possible. So that's what those pockets are for. <laughs> catch and vomit. Just a catch. That's great. No, do you think you'll have a, a family in the future? Uh, yeah. Or do you have children? Yeah, I'll have kids at some point it is great i'm not gonna put a time stamp no, on no, it no, I, understand <laughs> I understand that but no nah, yeah i i look forward to that that seems like a cool thing it is unbelievable well I, let's see i was i was 35 when andy was born he's our first child oh, wow. alex was born two years later so i was 35 so yeah i i would Catherine always do, likes to point out the fact that i was too immature to have children before i was 35 so i got you how long were were you guys together before then uh God. three years before Andy was born? Yeah. No, I met you when I was 30. We were together five. That's great five that you years? know this stuff. I don't know. <laughs> does it matter? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, oh, thank you. It doesn't matter. We've been, we've been married 34 years. As I live last in the week. now, man. Six Beautiful. days ago. Married 34 years. <laughs> Congratulations. That's really nice. How long have we been married? I forgot. What's our anniversary? I forgot. You've been married. I just, I didn't really think about it, but you've been married for longer than you were alive. Yeah, your your Good. married life, your married life is longer than your non-married life. Yeah, I've not. That's true. I've known your mother. Oh my God! Why do you frame things like that? <laughs> well, because I've known you six years longer like than I lived before I met you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Everyone else seems way happier than you do. About <laughs> well, she's not a happy person. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> true. Over the bow. Everybody's taking shots. Although today. Dad's not a happy person either. So I'm, ec- I'm ecstatic all the time. Yeah. <laughs> what are you laughing at? It's true. I couldn't be any. I, I do tend to kind of cranky, yeah. especially when everything <laughs> decides to break. Oh, when everything breaks, it drives oh, me any crazy. sort of technical difficulty, like man. It's so yeah. weird how one thing breaks and then everything else breaks, even if it's not related. Yeah, true. Because the internet went down. That was two days ago, or was that yesterday? That was, that was two, two days, days ago. ago. Two days ago. Oh. And Little tense in here, man. And now a bunch of stuff <laughs> is breaking that isn't even related to the internet and it's like how is this happening i did learn though two days ago when everything broke that it'd be hard for me to flip this table (laughs) (laughs) oh you tried but i I would love yeah actually it's surprisingly not that heavy no it's not that heavy actually (laughs) don't do this so you're going to unplug something that's true Okay, so you, you and Nikki been together how many? Two, a couple years. Three, three, years. three, three in in October. And did you meet at at a club or is she in the business? No, or? she's a she's a lawyer. Um, she does. She practices. Are you going to prison? 
No. Right, right. <laughs> Boy, do I hope not. Really? I would not do well. Um, but no, she. Yeah, she's. Uh, she's a lawyer. She's not funny at all. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tough guy when she's not here. Right? <laughs> I tell her all the time. You don't make me laugh. It's great. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, a, a mutual friend of ours introduced oh, her. Oh, that's good. And so I was. I was back home visiting in Chicago, and she was visiting our friend, and uh, we just hung out and had a great time and. Uh, I, I kept asking her to keep hanging out with me, even though we were way far away from each other. That's good. Nice. Yeah, nothing wrong what with that. What kind of attorney is she? She does nonprofit law, so she sort of like helps uh, corporations do better, mm-hmm. kind of okay. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. That's a good thing. Yeah, that is a really good thing. You know, it's really funny. We we talk uh, all the time about. I used to. I used to come and go to Chicago and then had a place in Chicago for a while because I, I did voiceover for 30 years. Oh, nice. Yeah, and Chicago was a great, I'm telling you, it was a great market back in the time. Sure. Back in the day from was, like 19, was. oh, it was unbelievable. From 1978 until, or 77 until 2008 I did it. And then actors decided it wasn't beneath them to do commercials, so they kind of destroyed the voiceover business. Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, they did. Because now you can get, Cloney to do a right. thing that's that right. you would exactly. have been doing exactly. previously. I well, I got beat out all the time by Jennifer Aniston, so I don't know how to take sure. it. <laughs> no. If but you pay attention, um, almost all of the non-celebrity prolific voice actors got into the business like 15 plus years ago. Oh, no, there's no and there's a reason it. for that. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I was kind of you know already in the business for 30 years, so I was like, uh, he had his run. You know, that was, but literally, I, I always tell people the last big account that I auditioned for, mm-hmm. my, uh, my agent calls me and goes, what's well, down to three of you? I said, okay, that's good. That's good. I like that. Who else? He goes, Gene Hackman and Paul Newman. Like, yeah, yeah, who do you okay, think they're going to go with? I'm pretty much screwed, and Gene Hackman got the United Airlines account that day, so that was really, sure. really good. That happens all the time. There are so many auditions you go in for, oh, and then yeah. you see who they cast, and they were like, well, you never really wanted to see me in the first place. Right. Why, no, did, why did I even do this yeah. thing? Yeah, why but, do they do that? Because in theory, they want to discover yeah. the new hot thing. Uh, they think that they want to discover yeah. someone new. But, but they're terrified of the possibility of not picking yep. the thing that already works. Because so. I, I don't really understand. I mean, most celebrities, when they're doing a voiceover... Most I, I do. Most people know who it is. I a lot of the time I don't. Yeah, I might not really. Some of them yeah. I recognize, but most of them no. So they're paying way top dollar for people that it probably doesn't really even matter about their voice. Yeah, it's kind of weird though, because I mean you're like I said, you're a handsome guy and you got a really good voice, and I, I don't, why wouldn't? Oh, uh, you charmer. Why? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me how wonderful I am. But why? I mean, do you do you audition for commercials a lot? Uh, no, not really. I I I don't do much commercial acting or voiceover stuff at all. Though you know, I'm not opposed to it entirely. I think uh, right now it's just more figuring out how to make the yeah. the regular like sort of sitcom drama that kind of stuff work. Is there is it? You, are you kind of afraid that it would scare some people off if you kind of like look at that as a pitch man? Uh, I I think. Now more than ever, you you can get yourself caught into an angle that you don't want to be caught in, mm-hmm. and yeah, if you yeah. become a commercial actor, which isn't a bad thing, no. but if that's yeah, if that's not necessarily your dream, you can end up living that world for a long time because they don't know what else to. Hollywood yeah. is very confused about what else to do with you other than what you've already agreed to do. That's true. Right, and, and you have to be honest about this. Yeah. Do you think if they ever bring back the wire, the chair will be on it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Felicia Pearson. We are both from the East Coast. We yeah. know each other personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you really? It's so weird. Yeah, it's, because it's we phenomenal. are identical. You yeah. are. Spit you, an image. You really She's are. Like, you talking about a few Snoop? months older than me. Yeah. 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 So it's I phenomenal. dread it because she has chorus. I, I dread it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the only difference now. You know her for real? Yeah, Felicia Pearson. That's funny. She's yeah, right out in the East Coast on New Jersey, New York. It is amazing. It's amazing. I hate it. Everybody in But she's from. She's from Baltimore, right? Originally, yeah, yeah, because her accent is yeah. like she couldn't have been pretending that she, was no, a that's real her. thing. That's her yeah, the whole yeah. life. That's really her. We yeah. will take a quick break. Be right back, Tom Bernard Show. 
Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and my pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My pillow is offering buy one my pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August 1st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146. And use promo code TOM. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I've been here over a year now. It's going great. That's right. Most everything I do at Priority Courier Experts is local same-day deliveries. Home for dinner every night. I was just looking for something different. I kept seeing those trucks everywhere, so I gave them a call. Yep, Minnesota's largest same-day delivery company. With 500 professional drivers working for customers every day. We are busy. It sure is a lot of vehicles. I guess 21 years as Minnesota's proven same-day leader provides a lot of opportunity for drivers like me. And the more I drive, the more I make. Eh, go figure. Transportation is a rock-solid career choice. Freight moves the world. Always has and always will. Priority is hands down the best move I ever made. Great hours, great pay, and great life. Yeah. I just called 651-748-4477. They can answer all your questions right over the phone. Getting started is easy. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. They do this to me all the time because Marvin Gaye was my hero. Yeah. You know that on the front cover of What's Going On, that kind of slick-looking trench coat he's got? Mm-hmm. I bought one just like it. Did you? I did. <laughs> it looked just like it. You still got it? No, no. Uh, that was a, that might have been a while ago. I got I you. I won't tell you. But, uh, yeah, Marvin Gaye and Jimi Hendrix. I just watched a thing on Jimi Hendrix last night on uh, the Reels channel. You know that he said in August of 1970, he said, you know, man, I might not live to be 28, and he died like 10 days later. Mm-mm. That's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. So behave. <laughs> That's all I'm telling you. I don't live nearly as hard as Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Jeez, he kind of did. Tough life. Man. I don't think he would have come and done this show. I think he had oh, uh, he come drugs and parties to do at some That's point. probably true. That's probably <laughs> yeah. he's been. Well, I'm kind of. Well, he probably didn't get up till four in the afternoon. That's either. what I'm saying. That's very, very true. Yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's interesting. That was a nice conversation we had this morning about about the the future of comedy. And you were very open and honest about the fact that that was then and this is now. Yeah, I, I'm very hopeful for the future of comedy. Yeah. I don't I don't fully believe that we're in a place where you can't say what you don't you want to say. I don't know many people who are actually being censored. I think yeah. that that's a fiction that sort of has been created by a bunch of people who want to say things that like probably came from a bad place in the first place. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I, sometimes jokes are offensive, but you could say them. You just yeah. got to be down for the reactions you get. And I'm mostly down for the reactions I get. So I say what I want. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Fine. So you will do what I ask you to do. Tonight. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, probably not. No, I, see, I, see, that gives me great hope because I had heard from so many people say, oh, you know, the comedy's changed too much. You can't say anything anymore. And all that. But, you know, you're saying, no, that's not true. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what is true is probably that we have to be more thoughtful about how we articulate some things. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that the ideas are being taken away from right. us. It's just that we can't say, like, the exact hateful word or word that at one point wasn't hateful but now it is kind of thing and that's kind of okay like i don't you know i'm fine with the the idea that i can't say a word because that means i get to be more creative and figure out a way to still get my idea across exactly thousand ways to skin a cat exactly so you know you know i do (laughs) 
<laughs> she hates cats. Hate them. <laughs> anyway. kitty. I really like, my mom has, currently has like eight cats. Does oh, she? Eight. Yeah. Jesus. Eight. eight. Too many. Yeah, so one of the cats uh, for a while kept breaking out of the house. And then they'd <laughs> the rogue cat. Pregnant with more oh, kittens. No. So she can't oh, figure out anywhere to to get rid of them in a reasonable way, so she just keeps them. And now there's like eight of them in the house. Oh, she's still yeah. living in Chicago. Maybe you should get her a gift certificate to a veterinarian. Yeah, well, yeah, now she bad. got them fixed. Okay. So, well, yeah, it's not a problem anymore, but boy, was it a problem. Yeah, we just expanded our fur family. <laughs> oh, that's right. You have a new the you fur have two family. New, two yeah. new kittens. Two new kittens plus the three adult cats. So we have five cats now. Oh, yeah. You guys are crazy, too. Good. Yeah, we are. That's great. Well, I figured I need to keep adding them because we have six kids in the house. So they're kind of my sane, you know, that's where. If kittens? I, right. Yes. I, like, if I need a break from the kids, I grab one of the kittens and go hide in my closet. <laughs> no. my cat. That's really nice. So I could keep my sanity. I'll say this. That's solid parenting. Yeah. yeah I think right that's there. how you handle it. <laughs> I suppose you spend so much time, and you couldn't have a pet. Be no, like yeah, yeah. I, I'm on the road way too much to yeah. to yeah. ever be able to take care of an animal, and my girlfriend doesn't like animals. Oh, she doesn't anyway. No, so she, she's not funny, and she doesn't like animals. Well, she's a monster. Honestly, is what I'm <laughs> describing. Uh, <laughs> you really are. <laughs> no, she's a sweet lady. Everything about her is great, except for those two things: funny uh, and animals. <laughs> That's it. Funny and animals. Other than that, she's oh. awesome. Yeah, she's really great. But no, she does. She didn't. She she and her sister didn't have any animals growing up so mm. i think they just never really got used That's to them true. she's allergic to cats and then she's not like big on dogs she doesn't hate them but she's just not big on them. right um, right but I'm too busy to take care of it, so well, it's not going to be her problem. She's an attorney. She's at the office all the time, too. Yeah, so. she and works then, way yeah. harder than I do. It's great. I don't know that that's true. That's oh, I do. <laughs> it is not easy to be on the road, man. You guys that do that, it's amazing because it's not easy. It's not easy, but it isn't as hard as reading legal briefs. Yeah, that's true. I've tried, and I know very well it, I'd be yeah. wasting my time. It is a complete begin. different language, isn't it? Yeah. For sure. You know, it's funny you talked about because I had to, I had to go to, to my bank and read a legal document there. Yeah. And I put down the wrong number. The number was supposed to be one hundred ninety thousand, and I put down one point nine million. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, yeah. Darn, they caught that. Uh, really doing well. <laughs> trying something. to put like, this uh, I'm only off by 10 times. Changes everything. That. Yeah, it just changes everything. I look at the bank statement. 1.9 million just got in our account. Right, they're going nice. to make you talk to a different banker. Right, right, right. They are. Right. Yeah, put they those are. kind of numbers down. No question about it. It's, it's all true. I, I just, uh, it's interesting because, it, see, I think that's healthy to say, that my girlfriend works harder than I do. Instead of, man, yeah. I, got, I got to do everything and whatever. Catherine and I each have our own responsibilities and all the rest of it. Sure. And there's a lot of work. On, well, it is. There's a lot of work on both ends because I, you know, I get up usually about 4 o'clock in the morning. I do the morning really? run. Yeah. Oh, but he man. likes to win this fight. <laughs> win what fight? No, I'm not trying to win the fight. I'm just telling you that I get up at four in the morning and I usually go to bed at nine o'clock at night. And I oh, stop that's how you get up at four. Right. Yeah. I'm like, how do you get? Yeah. But I stop working at about eight at night, so it's oh, I literally work all day long right. on different things. And you know, it's lucky I'm only 35. Sure. <laughs> no argument here. I don't think, he was, I don't think he was believing me on that one. Like, yeah, yeah, sure you are, Tom. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's no question about it. But with your 31 year old son right there. This is what Jimi Hendrix would have looked like if he made it to 35. <laughs> well, that might have been true. That's why he died at 27. Died at 27, like all. Wonder why? Why is that a magic number for deaths? Rock and you know what? Style. Not even just rock and roll. Entertainers, it is late twenties is, right. is pretty popular because yeah. drugs are real bad to the body. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, yeah, they have that. Well, no, some of them weren't drugs though. It was just weird freak accidents, plane crashes, or something. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true too. It's just weird. The late twenties is yeah. the mark. That's for all about the, oh. the twenty-seven club. They even call right, it a club right, the twenty-seven right. club. Well, it's yeah, just... you have Kurt Cobain. Oh man, he took himself out. He though. did. Amy Winehouse. Yeah, she, she took, took herself. herself out. She basically well, did. Yeah. She really yeah, that was did. an OD. Jimmy, Janis Joplin. Yeah, there are tons of them. 
Jim Morrison Jim was 27. Morrison, yep. God, I always thought he was older. Robert nope. Johnson. Looks like oh, he was yeah. a blues player. Let me tell you a story. Yeah. I loved Robert Johnson. His voice, I loved his voice. He had a great voice, didn't he? I love Alan Wilson. I don't know who else. Who's that? Uh, let's see. Singer Didn't he work at the man? law office? <laughs> <laughs> Singer and frontman of Blues Outfit, Canned Heat. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Okay. Brian Jones. Canned Heat. Going up the country. Baby, don't you oh, want Oh, okay. I know, I know the song. song. Yeah. I didn't know the name. Fat okay. Pat. Well, of course, Fat Pat died in 27. <laughs> that was going to be kind of a That given. was inevitable. Yeah, we it was inevitable that Fat Pat would be dying. But, uh, Kristen. Burt. No. Krista <laughs> yeah, Burt died at 20. She's on this show on Monday. So that's oh, really okay. nice. I, I'm or assuming Tuesday maybe Faff. It's P F A F F. There's her last that name. That sounds yeah, right. It Faf. is Faff, yeah. Uh, Sean McCabe. All right, we're hitting the wall on the celebrity thing. Yeah, who are these? Yeah, people? these aren't celebrities yeah, anymore. <laughs> these are local shoppers. My next door neighbor, <laughs> Pat Faff, he died at 27. I'm trying to see if there's anybody else in this. Aaliyah. Linda Jones. Was Aaliyah 27? Oh, she was in her late 20s, somewhere I think there. she yeah. was only 24. Was yeah, she? she was younger than that, yeah. I thought. Yeah. I think really? it happened like, on yeah. my birthday, if I remember. I remember birth- that day, it like, hurt my life. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true that they just overloaded the plane with yeah. luggage and yep. that's why it crashed? Yep. Smart. How could you really? do that? Because you're dumb. That's as dumb yeah. as it gets. That's as dumb as it gets. That's really not smart at all. So. Oh, Peter Ham from Badfinger. Was 27. Oh, yeah, that's right. He died. I think he just died because he heard his own music. But... <laughs> no, that's not true. I was never a Badfinger fan. I, just... I don't know Badfinger. Nah, that was a long time. They tried yeah. to sound kind of like the Beatles, Beatles back yep. in the 60s. Okay. I mean, their music was okay. You could sure. like it, but it's just Once you heard the Beatles, kind of it just didn't even count. I, I got like, you. Why did you even try? It's very, very true. Why is Bilski calling me? Because he doesn't seem to know um, that you're doing the show that he advertises on. Yeah, he, he sponsors the show, but he doesn't seem to know I'm working. <laughs> he's like, we need more sponsorship. Do you think he's calling because that was a guy that I wrote down $1.9 million instead of 190000 Maybe that's why. Could hey, be. I found another, uh, uh, another figure on here that's not right. But other than that, it's all. Oh, yeah. Aaliyah, she passed away August 25th. That's my mother's birthday. Yeah. Is it? My mm-hmm. mother, Theo- Toots, we just call her Toots because nobody can say Theophila. Mm-hmm. Her own father That's could not pronounce her name. My, my grandma's name is Hildegard. I like Hildegard. No. Very <laughs> Norse. You call her Hildy? Yeah, yeah. Very... Hildy. That's what Hildy, she goes yeah. by is Hildy. Hildy. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you like part Scandinavian? No, she's German. German. Yeah. Yeah, she's German? Hildegard, yeah, yeah. definitely German. Oh, I would have thought Scandinavian. Well... Some of the some of the names kind of cross. Yeah, there's a bit there. of overlap. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's that's a Hildegard. That sounds like a it does like sound. a kind of a mean lady. No, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean just the, the sweetest name, lady. No, name I get does. it. Yeah, it it is a violent sounding name, but she is just a sweet lady who uh, won't stop feeding you. She's great. Uh you know what? My godmother's name is Hildegard. Mm. Hildy as well. Hildy, and yeah. the reason I know. I just thought of that. Oh, well, there you go. Hildegard means battle guard. Oh, that's so, what it sounds. You better behave. <laughs> you better <laughs> An behave. Amazon woman or something. My godmother's name, and it's a real name, too, is Hildegard Horseman. Oh, dear. Wow. That's Jeez. quite the name. Right into Hildegard battle with that Horseman. name. What were they doing back in the day with these names? <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother's Gertrude. My great-grandmother. Gertrude. 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 Yeah. Gertie. She's a native, though. Gertie. Did they call her Gertie? Grandma Gertie and Grandma Hildy and uh, all Let's of them. Let's see. Yeah. Gertrude means it's a combination of the words spear and strength. Man. Really? Another warrior. warrior. Yeah. yeah. Exactly what I was What's thinking? the meaning of Langston? A lot of Germanic <laughs> names were basically just like war names. All those barbarian tribes sense, yeah. were all over Europe. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, what does Langston mean? I'm curious. Uh, uh, it means long stone. Oh, that makes sense. You made that up. He nope. Did. Long <laughs> he did. stone. It's from Old English. I was going to say it was an Old long English stone. name that one black dude took, and then white people were like, <laughs> "Nah, we're good. We're never taking that name again. We don't want it anymore." <laughs> yeah, that's I'm sure what happened. But uh, yeah, so long stone. What would why? What How is a long stone? <laughs> it can long stone also, Langston. well, it can also mean Langston. tall man's town. 
like ton meaning town, and then Langs as in like a Lang person. Or Lang, it's very Lang. It was a Lang exactly. Distance. But yeah, they did say Langston. Yeah, it would be Longstone. Lang, mm-hmm. Langston. I was better not knowing any right, of this. I'm like, I'm but now you're a better person. <laughs> Old English names, yeah. Well, we've completed our educational portion of the show. We're going to get it all out. Oh, that was a name that my family got at Ellis Island, so I don't know that it has any meaning. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You and Vito Corleone. Yeah. (laughs) Wait a minute, you got your first name at Ellis Island? No, my my last name. Kerman. Yeah. Kerman. Oh, I was going to say. Do you know what your name was, the family name was before? I don't remember it off the top of my head, but it was something Polish that, like, then got changed. It was Polish? Yeah. My dad's Mike Bilski? (laughs) (laughs) My dad's side of the family is his father's family is like Polish and then my mom is black. Black lady from Detroit, so from, she's had her from name. Detroit. Yeah, is that why you time. went to the University of Michigan to honor your mother? No, it had nothing to do with my mom. <laughs> well, that's not true. I wanted to go to Michigan because it was the best school I got into that was gonna allow me to be far enough from home that they wouldn't just show up and see me. <laughs> bring you food. That was, that was yeah, that so was I wanted to be able to go back to get food, but I didn't <laughs> want them to bring it to me. Okay. If that made sense. Yeah. How old are your parents? Um, oh, my mom is uh, 51, and my dad is 64. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like Catherine and me. Pretty yeah. Well. Yeah. Not really. Well, 13 years or nine years, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> no I'm going to say four. Eight years. <laughs> I'm going to say four <laughs> years. I, I got seven years. My wife no. is 51. I'm 32. So oh, it's man. Your wife is difference. 51 and you're 32. Yep. Yeah. Cradle robber. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Did <laughs> you meet when you Dad were ten? No. <laughs> call her a cougar. I do. She hates yeah, I mean, she makes she nice. fits the definition pretty well. So I mean, I'm sure she's a wonderful person say. to put up with you. That's all I know. Kerman, by the way, Here comes from Kirkman or Churchman, churchman. or manager mm. of a church. Look wow. So there church you go. Manager. Did you see the last so over probably, at the Kirkman? You were probably Kirkman before you came here. No, it was no, it was just, way more no, complicated so just, than that. So they just gave you some random name. Well, they there was a carpet store apparently nearby called Kerman Carpets that oh. they then oh, yeah. like handed huh. over and were like, "That's your name. It doesn't suck as much as your old one. Go ahead." <laughs> I uh, see. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Langston Kerman. He is at Rick Bronson's House Comedy. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow, and a show on Sunday. It was great having you in Yeah, school. thank you for like having me. I'd like to see Shay anyway. <laughs> she, assists, she always sits at the other end of the table and looks at me like, I try. What's wrong with him? Yeah. What's wrong with him? Something Checks like, and balances, you know? I'd say, thanks for coming in. Great to, great to meet you in person. Thank you for having me. We'll be back, Tom Bernard Show. <laughs>